You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. This is the Mind of the Meanie. Here are your hosts, the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. Peace world and welcome to the Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world According to former WWE superstar and ECW original, The Blue Meanie. Cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the mind of The Meanie. I'm your tour guide, Adam Bernard, and he is The Blue Meanie. Meanie! What's on your mind? Uh, I, I think I'm still drunk. <laughs> I don't blame you. I might be a tad teensy weensy tad inebriated. I don't know. <laughs> Did you do something um, last night? Oh uh, yeah, I've been doing something a couple last nights. Um, so yeah, uh, as we're you know inside baseball and uh, speaking of baseball, uh, yeah, we're recording this a uh, forty. October 13, 2023. It was a Friday morning, uh, the night after the Phillies clinched, or not clinched, well, advanced mm-hmm. to the National uh, League Championship Series from the National League Division Series where they beat the uh, mighty Braves, the Atlanta Braves. And uh, holy shit, man. Fucking, um, yeah. I Last night I was literally making diamonds with my butthole (laughs) i can imagine man dude yeah uh i'm i'm popped for the chat there's a atta boys in there yep um yeah man uh they say history doesn't repeat itself by that but like uh last night the phillies beat the best team in baseball Mm -hmm. uh atlanta braves had 104 wins during the regular season uh, Atlanta Braves broke all these records. Um, I think it was Ronald Acuna Jr. Fucking seventy home runs. Mm-hmm. No, well, well, I don't know if it was. He's seventy forty seventy runs forty uh, stolen bases, something like that. Something right there. Some yeah, anyway, something wild. I'm gonna pull it up right now. Where you're looking at? We're talking. Yeah, the Atlanta Braves are a fucking machine, and. uh for the second year in a row, the Phillies have sent the best team in baseball home. Uh, it, 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 dude, I, I can't explain it. Like, it was just like, you know, uh, you know, the Phillies, uh, you know, clinched a wild card. Yeah. And uh, I think we said this last week. I was like, I think the baseball playoffs might be broken where. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the people in the wild card are like still playing meaningful baseball, but while the people who are in the first round by are sitting at home fucking, you know, uh, losing, losing a little bit of their luster. Yeah. You know, it, but, uh, yeah, fucking, um, if, if sports wasn't fixed, I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is totally pro- fucking pro wrestling. I'm all over the place because, <laughs> A, Record we. I got up at eight a.m. to record yeah. this show after I went to bed at three thirty. <laughs> after watching the Phil's game and uh, drinking, 
some of the those drinks were gratis. <laughs> some may have involved shots. Yeah. <laughs> Celebratory shots. Well, I had to turn one down, so I was like, you want to do a shot of rumplements? I went... Shout out to my boy, Jess, who I met from uh, Eagles Nation for the first time last night at Cuskers. He's like, you want to do rumplements? I was like... Uh, I I start doing the Ric Flair slowly back off and go, no. <laughs> but uh if you want to see me throw up all over the bar, I'll do a shot of Rumble Mints. Yeah, but other than that, I'm not interested. Yeah, you want to see me do the fucking exorcist. God damn. <laughs> I I literally say, he's like, You want to do a shot of Rumble Mints? I went, Ooh. I think I had that in the nineties. Yeah. And that yeah. I I had it I had it once. Once. And uh, I, I even remember it was, it was at the fucking Red Roof Inn in Pittsburgh with Balls Mahoney on an ECW <laughs> trip. That's how <laughs> I remember Rumplemans. But uh, yeah, uh, God. I love sports, but I hate sports. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's it's a good time to be a Philly sports fan. The fucking Eagles are five and zero. Oh. Uh, Phillies just advance. They play in the the. This drops Monday, yeah. Uh, this coming Monday. And so if you're hearing this today, they uh, start tonight. It's the Arizona Diamondbacks in Game One of the National League Division Series, National League Championship Series, and whoever wins that goes on to the World Series. So um, wow, we're here again, man. What a pl- what we're a here fucking, again. What a fucking playoff! You know, like. I try to watch the other games, but it's 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 hard. Yeah, you know to fucking emotionally invest yourself in anything else after yeah. you know Saturday. They, the, the National League the division series started last Saturday, and I was fucking. You know, we didn't go out. We stayed home. Yeah, Mrs. Meany wasn't feeling well, so I was like, "Yeah, we could, I could watch on my own couch." Which I have my own rituals, mm. my own baseball rituals. Oh, so, like, is, it the, is it the same thing with the iced tea bottle, like during the football games? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not quite. Uh, like last year during the playoffs, when the Phillies were playoffs, I, if I sat on my couch, there's like this little fucking thing full of DVDs I was supposed to put in the basement like two years ago, but it's still there because I use it as a fucking table now. <laughs> It's not going anywhere. No, it's there. It's going to stay there. Yep. Nah, it's part of the fucking decor now. <laughs> Throw a blanket over top of it. It's fine. No, it's my. That's my footrest. Don't 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 pull the blanket. Just leave it. That's my playoff footrest, hon. <laughs> Yo, hon, don't move the box. No, Mrs. Meany has been awesome. She. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, as far as like the playoffs go, she's just been fucking awesome. That's awesome, man. It's, it's sports in general, where she's she soothes me. But, uh, you know, she just strokes my head. I go, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, like, uh, Saturday I was like, yeah, yeah, we can watch it at home. So we, uh, got some baseball food and, and, uh, you know, she, she, she could see on my face that I was just like, oof. Yeah. And, uh, she's like, uh, she she gave me some edibles. <laughs> <So I was laughs> like, All right, <laughs> now I'm flying and I feel good. 
I'm, I'm oh, well, I still had a cookie left over from the 420 Expo. So. Oh man! And you did. It was in a wrapper. You took it out of the wrapper, and the whole room smelled like a weed cookie. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Why doesn't fucking Yankee Candles make a fucking candle of this? That's what I'm saying, man. Like, I feel like, I really feel like they, they missed the market on that. Like, I still think they could do it, but I don't know. They have, I don't know yeah. why they haven't done it yet. I don't know. It's a great idea. So she gave me the magic cookie, and I'm sitting on the couch, <laughs> and we have, uh, she's giving me PBRs. So, like, I talk about, you know, like uh, playoff whatever like I got that DVD thing there's two of them they're clear plastic bins of DVDs I was supposed to put in the fucking basement a couple years ago and like I said they're my fucking laptop table now <laughs> when I'm on the couch so so I sit back and here's how I, I, I put my left foot there's like a little lip that sticks out so I put my left fo foot on that and then like uh, I'll demonstrate for the people watching at home on Patreon that, which you can watch at uh, patreon.com slash mind the meaning. I'll have you know, me. It's, it's less, it's $10 just to, to come and sit, hang out with us. That's it. it. Yeah. This is me sitting on the couch. Then I do this with my right arm like this. <laughs> and I do this with my left arm. Like I throw my right arm over my head. Love it. Just like I'm in a crash position. I put my elbow on the couch like this. And I don't fucking move. This is my, this is my, this is my good luck sports team fucking pose with my left, my left leg on the lip of this fucking DVD gimmick. And they fucking won. So fuck, fucking disprove that Neil deGrasse Tyson, whatever your fucking <laughs> name is. You want to shit on UFOs? Fucking fuck with my fucking. Good luck sports fucking pose on the fucking couch. Shit on that, brother. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Shout out to Dr. Tyson. I love that guy. Me and Tyson have heat. Really? Is it? He keeps shitting on UFOs. Fuck you. Oh, I see. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, some other fucking people on our planet have fucking technology that you can't understand, so it can't be real, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Jerk off. Uh... Fuck him. Oh, my I, God. He used to be a baby face. Now he's a fucking heel. I'm he's a heel. He's a heel. Blue Meanie and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Got to get it for the 2300 Arena. I want to see it. I want to yeah. see that shit. <laughs> I want to see it. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, Phillies won the first game. Yep. Like, holy shit. Here we go again. You know, you know, they're, they're, you know, uh, a couple years ago when the Eagles went to the playoffs, you know, Nick Foles won the World Series. I mean, I mean the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Sorry. That's okay. I, mean, I know what you meant. I got one, I got one focus right now. <laughs> well, I mean, to be, to be fair, if the rumors of Nick Foles are true, he could have been pitching at the World Series while, you know, he could have been football. batting. He could have been batting at the World Series, right, from, from, from what the rumors are. With, with, his dick. So. <laughs> All praise is due to Big Dick Nick. He yeah. is the our Lord and Savior. Um, so he he had he had won the Super Bowl with his dick. No, I mean he had won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so in the, the next year, almost the same fucking scenario played out. Yeah. Where Wentz goes down with a back injury. Mm -hmm. Whatever the fuck his deal was again. Yeah. 
God. What the sh- Talk about fucking potential. Talk about like, wasted potential, man. Yeah, the guy was just a fucking head case. Oh, but, God. So much promise. Mm-hmm. But, and then there's a, a photo of when, uh, you know, Foles comes back in and they start fucking rolling again with Nick Foles. And there's a photo of Nick Foles on the phone, like, like I don't know if it's like to the offensive coordinator phone or whatever. And the caption was, uh, hun, uh, cancel our vacation. It's happening again, you know? <laughs> so when the, the Phils won last Saturday, the game won against the Braves, I was like, hun, I, I, I think it's happening again. And um, game two comes around. Sorry, this is going to be a little sports heavy. Today. Yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, We're, this is but, guys but, and gals. But yeah. it's, it, it's my mind. This is where I'm at, you know? You can see what I'm doing right now if you go to patreon.com slash mind of the meaning. You can yeah. see where I'm gesturing to. But no, this is, this is, uh, it's, it's, again, it's like, this is that time of year where it's so electric in the city, right? Like it's, and, and not even just the city, like even around here in my neighborhood, like it's just people are so fucking hyped about the Phillies right now. And I was just, I, as you were, as we were starting the show, I was reflecting. I was yeah. like, man, I, we did this last year. Like it was like this exciting last year. And I'm like, fuck, we have the potential to go all the way again. Potential. Potential to, to go all the way. And Don't it's like fucking jinx it. No, I mean I, what I'm saying is the potential to yeah, go yeah, to I the know, series. Yeah. Away, no, I would away. I'll try not to jinx it, I promise. I'm I'm doing all of my tricks down here too. Yeah, um, yeah. But I I <laughs> I'm excited. It's it's always such a such a good time. You know, Phillies playoff baseball is unlike anything else there is, I think, in the sports world. Would you agree with that? Dude. There's a difference like with with baseball, every motion counts. Yeah. Every every fucking pitch, every fucking swing, it all fucking matters. Yep. And um, like somebody's trying to talk about uh, you know the difference between the excitement of you know uh, playoff baseball. And hockey's pretty exciting too, right? But when it comes to baseball in the playoffs, especially when you know your squad's in, um, what was I trying to say? Um, it's easy. It's easier for the attention to build because everything's a singular reaction, right? In football, there's a lot going on for a big play to develop. You know, they have to, you know, do the snap count. Have to hike the ball, you know. The offensive line has to battle the defensive line. The the wide receivers have to run the routes. This that and, and there's just like, uh, man, when you're waiting for somebody to throw the ball, and then the guy's got to catch the ball. And baseball is a guy throws the ball and a guy swings. Yeah. And there's like this one singular focus. And playoff baseball is like holy shit. Uh, it's just fucking intense. Well. I think you're right where it's like football. It's like, it's a, it's the way that anxiety hits during football. It's like that all at one time. Right. You know what I mean? Like cause oh. when the, the snap happens and the throw and you're like, Oh shit. And it's like all at once. Right. Yeah. Whereas baseball, it's this sustained all the way through like, you know, the batter. Right. So like every time Harper's up, every time Castellanos is up, every time anybody's up, it's this sustained anxiety. Like, what are they going to do? How's it going to happen? You know, and then you get a reprieve for like 10 seconds and then the batter comes up again. And then it's like, oh, fuck, like, here we go. You know what I'm saying? So it's like 
it's it's football is not as aggressively anxiety. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 it, it's this weird dynamic that happens. Would you think? Would you agree with that? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just fucking intense. And then you know we go to game two, and it looks like the Phils the Phils were up four nothing. Yeah. And uh, there's one point where uh, Wheeler, the pitcher, had a no hitter going into the sixth, I think. And um, so, you know, for those not familiar with baseball, there's a lot of things you you don't say, you don't do when you when when, when you realize something's happening. Here, here's you know, meanies guy to fucking don't do that shit during a baseball game. Uh, you never want to fucking publicly say out loud, oh, I think our pitcher has a no-hitter going. Oh, God. Because then you become the fucking jinx, right? Mm-hmm. Another thing you never say during a baseball game a lot of people don't know is, man, this game's going by fast. Like, if your team's winning and you go, oh, man, this game's going by fast, your team's going to fucking lose. Yes. You just fucking jinx them. You just don't say that, right? So I'm trying to think. I'm like... I'm watching, you know, Zach Wheeler doing a fucking no-hitter into the fucking, I want to say sixth. Yeah. And then the, the wheels kind of fall off a little bit, and the Braves go ahead 5-4. So, uh, but there's still hope. It's the ninth, you mm-hmm. know. The, I've watched the Phils fucking be resilient all year and come back and fucking do all this shit. So I'm like, I I, 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 I believe you know, I I know the I, I've been following the booking. You know, I'm reading this I, this fucking psychology of the booking of this baseball playoff. I'm like, oh yeah, they, they, and I, you know, our best some of our best hitters are coming up. So a play happens. Um, uh, Bryce Harper's on first. I think Nick, Nick Cassiano's fucking flies out, but it looks like a ball that sh- should drop. Yeah, but the guy from I forget who. The dude for uh, Harris from the Braves fucking catches it, <clears throat> and Harper, who's you know, a, a tad bit aggressive on the base pass, fucking runs from first, halfway around second to third, thinking it's going to drop because he wants to score. Yeah. Well, fucking Harris catches the ball and fucking du- they they do the first ever eight five three double play from middle outfield to shortstop, shortstop, and they double. Bryce off at mm. first before he could get back. So here's where the real fucking storyline comes in. Um, you know, the, the Braves are in the locker rooms, you know, so, you know, like, yeah. oh, we won a game, right? And, um, oh my God, what's his name? Fucking uh, Orlando oh, Arcia. Arcia, is, yeah. Uh, they let the reporters, they let the media in the room, they let, let the reporters in the room. And Orlando Arcia is just like reportedly just cackling like, he's cackling like me watching the Cowboys fucking fuck up a game or something. You know, just, <laughs> like, ah, boy, Bryce, boy, right? Well, he does this in front of the fucking reporters, keyword report. Yeah. And uh, the word gets out, it gets, you know, Tweeted by somebody from uh, CBS uh, that you know he's fucking cackling. Ah, oh, boy, Price, ah, oh, boy, Harper. 
So uh, our reporter asked, you know, the, the Phillies uh, manager, uh, Topper, fucking, uh, did you hear about this? And he goes, oh, really? <laughs> In the press conference, he goes, oh, really? Is that so? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's like been the big controversy. So uh, the game comes back to Philly. Fucking Har- Harper hits fucking two fucking home, two fucking bombs. Dude, he blasted he that shit, race. man. Blasted it. Start- and uh, RC is a, a shortstop. And uh, as Harper's ran in second, he fucking stares daggers through fucking. Oh, hold on. I think I can. Hold on. Listen, listen, listen. See if I, I got. I might have a new one. There we go. This is a PBR one. <laughs> and of course, I sit right into it. a boy. There it is. Yeah. a boy, meanie. <laughs> and that's the name of the episode. Thanks for joining us, friends. We'll see you again next week. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'm not doing a complete breakdown, but like, no. it's just the fucking story. I'm. It's a fucking storyline. And, uh, you know, last, you know, they fucking, Phil's winning a laugher. Yeah. You know, you know, when the game gets out of control and your team's winning, it's, it's called a laugher because you're like, hey, yeah. no anxiety, right? <laughs> they win, was, they win 10 to 2. I was just going to say, I thought the score was crazy, like 10 to 2, right? Yeah. yeah. 10 to 2. Fucking Bryce hit two fucking homers. Cassianos hit two homers. I wanted to show this before we get into the, the game uh, four. Sure. Um, there's this, I, and again, patreon.com slash mind of the media. This photo has been floating around on my Instagram and, and oh. my socials. But this Harper look is basically this generation's Iverson step over. And I think that that is probably the most accurate comparison to anything. Like I remember wa- like just watching around. I was like, oh, fuck. That- <laughs> I don't want to be able to of that look. Hold on. Huh? I got, I think I got there we go. <laughs> Carl's gonna be like, "What the fuck, guys? <laughs> Why did he sit down into it right away?" <laughs> I saw that photo. Uh, Iverson stepping over Lou from the fucking 2000 NBA Finals. I went, "Fuck, yeah," because I thought that was going to be the jinx. Because. That's an iconic moment in fucking Philadelphia sports. For those who don't know, yeah, Allen Iverson, Sixers versus Lakers finals. I want to say two thousand. I forgot what year. I think it was two thousand three, uh, if I remember correctly. Yeah, don't don't fact check Iver- me, bro. Yeah, fucking uh, Taiwan Lu. I think his name is mm-hmm. falls to his ass, and Iverson just Iverson just stares, steps over him and stares at him. But what I thought was the jinx was that the, the Sixers didn't win. That series, so I'm just like, oh my god! <laughs> People are comparing these moments. I hope that doesn't mean the fucking Phillies aren't going to win this fucking series. Yeah, yeah, you're fucking nuts, right? Yeah. And um, so, flash forward to last night, and you're like, oh my god! It, it, there was a little bit of uh, drama because uh, fucking um, who's our pitcher from last? Um, Oh God! Hold on, I'm blanking. Dude, dude's fucking stone cold. Um, not stone cold, but he's <laughs> was it? It was Steve Austin. Yeah, what? was it? It was Johan Rojas, right? No, our pitcher. Oh, our pitcher. Um, um, 
Hold on. Why am I fucking, dude? Yeah, what am I blanking for? Someone help. Where's the stats on this? Why can't I fucking find it? Game recap. Hold on. Phillies. Uh, Suarez. Yes. There he is. Thank you. Suarez. Thank you, Bailey. Yeah, thank you. I'm just going to punch myself. Suarez pitched game one. They took him out in the fourth. Mm -hmm. And and there was like, and he was pitching well, and they're like, what the fuck? Why do they do that? But I think uh, our manager, uh, Rob Thompson, fucking knew that game four was going to be a possibility. He's going to need Ranger again. So Ranger went into this game a little bit fresher than um, <laughs> the, the race pitcher. Yeah. And um, who I can't. Why am I fucking blind? Uh, Spencer Strider. That's it. Oh, yeah. Who has. Him and his fucking dick duster mustache. Fuck him. <laughs> his king of Prussia mall ass name. Yeah, Spencer Strider. Yeah, give me a fucking break, dude. Yeah, uh, I'm a teenager in the 80s. I got pimples. <laughs> let me get. Let me rub my face with some Strider. Sounds like the villain from Karate Kid, doesn't he? <laughs> Strider, Strider. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh, well, Spencer Strider's here. Yeah. <laughs> that, that shitty synth music behind him, you know? <laughs> well, if it isn't Spencer Strider, <laughs> we made again. Well, I thought we told you not to come back here after the race at the sock hop. <laughs> Man, here's oh, the fucking. I don't want the fans back at the stands. The Phillies fans are hurting well, dude, I, was getting, I was getting to that. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Me. I jumped all over your shit. I'm no, sorry. No, 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 because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add some context. Fucking, again, pro wrestling storylines. <laughs> this is where, you know, most pro wrestlers go, oh, this has, this has to be a work, right? <laughs> Somebody finds a clip of Spencer Strider, you know, maybe two months ago. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they're like, oh, what's your hot sports take? He's like, yeah, I, I don't want any fans at the fucking games, you know? Uh, yeah, I, we don't need you guys by the dugout yelling at us. Blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, no lower bowl at least. Uh, maybe, maybe you could be up in out in the outfield, but we don't need you that close. It's like holy shit. I was like, dude, pray that you don't have to pitch in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. So I thought he's I thought he's going to be off the hook because I thought you know he's pitching game one in Atlanta. Yeah, but then Phil's drop game two. Phil's come back with the laugher game fucking three or. Yeah, game three. Game three, yeah. And it's, so it's like, oh, we're getting a rematch, Strider versus Suarez, right? And I was like, dude, if they don't play this on the fucking big screen at the fucking ballpark, you know, holy shit, like, talk about fucking just... Missed opportunity at, there, yeah. Look at... Spencer Strider looked at the bucket of shit, took off both his shoes, both his socks, and stepped right in a bucket of shit. He sure did. And, uh, you know, he's supposed to be the best pitcher in baseball, too, but brother. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I took me out, Spencer Strider, <laughs> with my porn stash. <laughs> How's that work out for you, brother? Yeah. Dude. Fucking... I love it. I'm Googling now. I'm talking, looking up, uh, Spencer Schreider, which is the most ridiculous name in the history of the world. 
And um, if it isn't Spencer Strider, <laughs> well, 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 well. <laughs> told you not to come Spen- back here. Hey, pal, you don't you got a lot of me. nerve stepping in here, Spencer Strider. <laughs> I can just hear Carl. We need some shitty synth music over top of that part. <laughs> Walking oh, into the get, fucking let's it up. to the oh, diner, you know. Let's pause. <laughs> Let Carl get the music ready. Yep, we'll start here. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, well, well. If it isn't Spencer Strider, <laughs> you have a lot of nerve, Spencer Strider, showing up here at the old soda hop or whatever the fuck sock this hop. thing's called. Sock hop, yeah. Soda sock hop. <laughs> Spencer Strider. Hey, Spencer, we told you not to come back here after that. What a fucking name. Nerd. Spencer's. Nerd. Spencer's. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like he has a look, but then you hear him talk, and you're like, "Oh yeah, he's a fucking dork, <laughs> fucking knob, dude." I'm, yeah. I'm reading. I'm, I, I don't want, I don't want no fans. <laughs> I don't want the fans in the stadium. I don't want the fans in the game. Fuck you. Here's your fans, asshole. Yeah, he fucking. <sighs> I'm reading this piece on fansided.com by a guy named Josh Wilson. The headline is. Please go ahead. Please. <laughs> Phillies fans using completely misinterpreted quote as motivation to terrorize Spencer Strider, and then the sub the subheader is Phillies fans will use literally anything as fuel to their home team advantage. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even a debate right now. The Phillies own the best home field advantage in the MLB, certainly in the postseason. Um, and it's the Philly has a talented, scrappy team that can play up to the moment, but it's rowdy and loud. Home fans play a role in the team's October, October success. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> right, dude. <laughs> Get rid dude. of the fans. It's too loud. <laughs> Fuck off. These fans are just, yeah, these fans are descendants of, you know, look, again, bringing back to ECW. Yeah. Why ECW was fucking so special was. That Philly crowd, that ECW Arena fucking crowd that yeah. everybody else tried to emulate. Dude. And, the, and those ECW fans were fucking descendants of the people, you know, who threw snowballs at Santa Claus uh, in 1962 and me, 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 me. Fuck you. Dude. But, uh, but yeah. Spencer Stride. <laughs> Carl's car from there. Like, how many times I gotta put this fucking music on? <laughs> you got a lot of nerve dating my daughter, Spencer Strider. You just up, in left, ho- just up in left town after you dated my daughter, huh, Spencer? Yeah. <laughs> you know, she was heartbroken, and that's why I told you not to come back here. She just laid in bed looking at a photo of Spencer Strider. She loved your mustache, Spencer. <laughs> she liked the way it felt. <laughs> she liked the, the way it smelled. Now get the hell out of my bar. Don't come back here. <laughs> Good Spencer lord. Stra- God, oh, nerd. Shitty fucking name. Dude. Here it is. Oh, I might even have the clip. Hold on. Let me see. Here, Here's this clip. Let me see. If, can you hear it? No. You can't hear it? All right, hold on. I'm about to pull it up because they're like, oh, well, that's the other thing I saw was like they were like, oh, well, 
you know, everybody's like uh, about um, what's his name, Arcia. They're like, oh well, he shouldn't have been. You know, they shouldn't have done anything with him in the. Uh, uh, they shouldn't have reported it because it, they didn't know that he didn't know that they were in there, and you know, it's not okay that they, it's like, well, what the fuck did you expect to happen? Like, this is There's baseball, man. Like, come on, give me a fucking break. Kayfabe, Arcia. Right. Keep that shit to yourself, man. They're they're called reporters. They're there. They're fucking report. Well, you know what it was like. What do they hear? What do they see? What do they, what were the sounds in the locker room yeah. after their fucking victory, their comeback victory? You know what the fuck were they supposed to do? What were they supposed to fucking say? Here it is. I think I, I got it right here. This is the clip that we're. This is the clip that Mina and I are talking about. Yeah. Any hot sports takes? Sports takes. Absolutely. Fans. 2020 season, no fans. Get rid of the fans. It's too loud. Too loud? It's too okay. loud. Everybody be quiet. We don't We don't need the, the cheering. We know you're watching. I don't need a fans. Uh, you, you stay outside the stadium. You, I mean, back it up. <laughs> Let's do like a no lower bowl thing. No lower you know? bowl? Okay. Just kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah upper deck's like, great. Yeah. Upper deck's great. Outfield's phenomenal. Well, we don't, we don't need you around the dugouts. Right. Just, just try and be quiet. Do you have any hot... Hey, guess what, asshole? Dude... Schlichter's sending me the best shit right now. <laughs> I don't know how he does it, but he's fucking great, man. Um, no, he fucking, like, don't, don't, you know what you were fucking doing when you said that, man. And, you know, you probably were like, oh, I'm going to be safe and not be in Philly. And now you came to Philly, you fucked around, and your whole team found out. So. You fucked around and found out, Spencer Strider. Spencer Strider. Who crawled like, please stop. <laughs> Well, 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 Orlando Arcia. Mm-hmm. You brought friends, I see. Shouldn't have laughed so hard now, should you, Orlando Arcia? <laughs> I'm thinking Goodwill Hunting. Do you like apples? Yeah. Well, apple I got a sauce, number. Bitch. How do you like them apples? Applesauce, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Well, it's just, yeah. it's a fucking great time to be a Phillies fan right now, man. And fucking so dope. Well, here's, well, here's the deal. It's fucking, oh my God. So, get, you know, we get to game four last night. And you know it's going to be a fucking nail biter. Fucking, my asshole's giving my underwear a hickey. <laughs> just. <laughs> My asshole sounds like a Q-Bird tournament. <laughs> Did you say a Q-Bird tournament? <laughs> yeah. I understood that reference, and that is incredible. Man. <laughs> boink, 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 boink. <laughs> it's like my asshole sucked a lemon. <laughs> oh, oh, excuse me. Excuse me. I'm having trouble sitting right now. Excuse, excuse, my, excuse my audible beehole. <laughs> and oh, it was, my God. Uh, every fucking pitch, every fucking swing. So good, dude. Um, Braves jump out early. Yeah. With a uh, home run off of Ranger. And then next fucking fucking Philly that bat tied it right in the Cassiato's fucking yeah. 
hit a fucking bomb, which I think it's still going. It's probably still uh, somewhere over Lake Michigan right now, I'm sure. Yeah, it's trying to catch up to the fucking shot Harper hit the night before. Um, And then you're like, oh, my God, thank God it's tied up. And then fucking, I want to say, it was it fucking uh, Trey fucking hit a home run, and then fucking Nick hit another fucking home run. Yeah. But there was a fucking moment where, you know, we go to the bullpen, fucking bases loaded, fucking, uh, and fucking they bring in uh, Craig Kimbrell, former Brave, right? Mm-hmm. Brave uh, reliever. They bring him, he's supposed to be the closer, bring him in the fucking seventh. Fucking bases loaded, and fucking, um, that wasn't Ozuna, uh, Ronald Acuna. Acuna Makana. <laughs> Ronald Acuna fucking hits a fucking shot out to center field. And there's a fucking, uh, somebody put, posted this, but they took the commentators out. Yep. Kimbrell throws the fucking pitch. You hear the crack of the bat. And it's dead silent. Mm. And then fucking Johan Rojas, the fucking rookie. He was he started the fucking season in the fucking minor leagues. Fucking he floats like a fucking gazelle out in the fucking outfield, runs, catches the ball, crashes into the wall, mm. and the fucking stadium just erupts. Cause that could have just been the the killer right there. Yeah. That that could have been the kill shot. And um fucking let me see if I can find that real quick. Yeah. Uh let me see. Oh, I got it. Let me see. Let me uh, tell me if you can hear. Give me. A, I'm not looking at the screen, so give me a yay and there if you can hear this. This is K- Craig Kimbrell pitching to uh, Acuna Junior. Can you hear it? Yes. Just listen. winding up wow yeah wow there's a story um, huh I remember Lanny Poffa talked about how he played baseball and uh, thought he hit a hit home run didn't and didn't fucking run hard and Randy Savage, his brother, pulled him aside and what are you what are you doing? He's like, I thought I had him run. He's like, because he's so fucking caught up on watching the ball while he was running the bases or something. Something happened. And Randy was like, You'll know when you hit a home run because the fucking crowd will like you now. But yeah. like just you know, without even fucking seeing on the screen, the crowd tells you what fucking happened in that fucking moment. Yes. Know? Yes, they sure did. And especially in Philly, they'll fucking tell you. Yeah, so uh, they want the uh, fucking. Uh, here's another fucking storyline. The storyline that the fucking Braves fills. Fucking uh, the Phils kept fucking striking out on questionable fucking check swings, right? Mm-hmm. And like some that, you know, early in the year, fucking Harper got thrown out, you know, because. Uh, Third base umpire called him out and it fucking became this fucking thing. So this fucking playoff game, 
Phillies Braves fucking this questionable fucking check swings or, or straight or swings that weren't swings, right? Yeah. Fucking you bring in uh, one of the pitchers uh, who I'm fucking fucking blanking on again, um, who's normally a, a six fucking uh, inning guy, uh, and he fucking throws a pitch. It's you know two outs, two strikes. Throws the fucking pitch. Batter fucking check swings. And JT Real Muto jumps up and points to first base, and the first base umpire just goes, he says he swung, and the fucking game's over, and fucking wow. everybody fucking celebrates. Wow. Um, and the city just fucking exploded. Yeah, uh, holy shit. And I'm like, you know, McCuskers, McCuskers exploded. And then uh, just talk about a fucking relief. But uh, <clears throat> here's an interesting uh, fucking post. That I, I've saved, um, and this was done before six forty four yesterday. It says if Atlanta loses tonight, the four winningest teams in baseball: Tampa Bay, Baltimore, Atlanta, and Los Angeles, who won four hundred and four games between them, will have gone one for eleven combined. And not one will make it to the LCS. Whoa! Playoff, ba- playoff baseball is wild, but wow, really amazing. Yeah. So, wow, <clears throat> that's Philly a hell of a statistic, dro- man. Holy shit! Yeah, if Philly hadn't dropped game two. There's like all the fucking other team games kind of swept. Yeah. yeah. You know the the fucking wild card car round swept, and most of the LCS fucking games fucking. Yes, fucking swept. Wow. Holy shit, man. So, yeah, the the Braves can have the NL East all they want. The Phillies want the world, you know, so. Yeah, yeah we're good. Well, you guys have that. Thank you. You can take that. We'll, we'll take the rest. We'll take it from here. We appreciate you. I was just thinking about, um, you said the questionable call when Harper got ejected. I was looking up the Angel Hernandez thing. And yeah. Why guy. is that? Why is that fucking prick still employed by the uh, MLB? I don't understand, man. That wasn't even like I like that wasn't even a swing. Like he didn't even fully rotate. Like he didn't even get halfway. No. And he's like, oh yeah. I was just reading about it. I forgot the the details of it. But he was like, oh yeah. Hernandez says a Harper. If you watch it again, you'll see that I'm right. And so they watch it and they're like, not only are you wrong, you're fucking dead wrong because he didn't even he didn't even come all the way around. It wasn't even close. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Hernandez uh, is a shit bag, dude. We're fucked if he's in the series. If he's in any of those games, we're fucked. I don't think so. I don't think he will. He's never made a World Series, so I don't know if he'll be in the in the championship series. But mm. yeah, sorry, folks, for the heavy uh, fucking sports fucking talk. But holy hey. shit, this this has been this has been my fucking yeah between the Phillies and the Eagles. Yeah, it's going to be the next couple of weeks are going to be heavy uh, sports talk, I'm sure. But it's uh, again, it's it's well, well, well maybe. Well, we'll see. Fucking, I don't want to you know, get ahead of us. Put you know. the car, put put the uh, put the mustache before the Strider, if you yeah. will, because you know he rides into town and he's got that big fucking stash flowing in the wind, and it's coming in. He's coming back in, man. You know he's coming back into town. When he's you know, like like after everything that happened, like I'm just I'm surprised that he has the balls to show back up in this one horse town. But you know it's it's his prerogative. Spencer Strider. <laughs> I hope this is a thread. We just fucking make this as ridiculous as possible for the rest of the year. Meanie.
Yes, sir. We are brought to you today by Manscaped, who has yes. taken a step up from Balloween to bring your, <laughs> <laughs> to bring your face the cleanest shave it's ever seen. So this season, no need to toil and trouble. Manscaped's all-new handyman is the best way to get rid of that stubble, pal. Featuring a compact design and next-gen skin-safe technology, the handyman was designed to give you that smooth finish without the mess of a traditional shave. Get the sweetest treat this Halloween by going to manscaped.com right now and using promo code MINDMEANIE for 20% off plus free shipping. Meanie, I want to know at the top of this, how have Manscaped's beard products helped you keep your beard so full and so blue? Dude, as a person who is known for my beard... Uh, whether it's the shaping, the grooming, all that good stuff. Manscaped has kept, helped keep me on top of my game. Uh, you know, with the, uh, the, the guard controls, the different, you know, you don't need these add-ons and stuff like it's all built right in. And it helps me uh, shape up my beard into my little devil point right here, as you can see. Uh, but yeah, Manscaped's doing a fantastic job of helping the blue meanie stay, uh, you know, peak meanie. And when it comes to the beard game. And you know, meaning it may be spooky season, but you don't want to scare people with a straggly beard. So give them something great to look at with Manscaped's Handyman. Um, if you're tired of a bad razor making your neck look like a scary movie, we've all been there. Uh, Mans or Handyman Skin Safe technology will help you reduce the nicks and the cuts so you can finally feel confident when going in for that close shave. It's for wet or dry use, meaning. So feel free to bring this everywhere and anywhere you go. The compact design and airplane, airplane friendliness makes this the perfect travel tool for on the go. Being able to shave up to three days growth without the mess of a wet shave is absolutely priceless. And for my wolf men and a little more scruff, Manscaped's Beard Hedger Pro Kit has everything to tame that mane. The cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 haircutting lengths. 20, meanie. What? 20 haircutting lengths with all-in-one guards and no more drawers full of extra add-ons collecting the cobwebs. So that Halloween costume might take effort, but your beard grooming doesn't need to when you get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard. There's no trick with this treat, meanie. Manscaped got you covered. So go right now to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping using the promo code mindmeanie at manscaped.com. That's right, 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com using the promo code mindmeanie for a look as sweet as candy. Get yourself the handyman from Manscaped. We thank them for sponsoring the program. Um, but I, I do actually want to know, sir. Um, yes. Speaking of Spencer Strider coming back to town, I, I have a question for you. If, if I may, actually. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Are you ready to ask me any? <sighs> I guess. <laughs> ask me something. Yo, asshole. I don't fucking sound like that. Yes, you do. Don't forget. Tweet us your questions using the hashtag AskMeany, and you may hear them asked on the program as long as we stay awake through the show. Spoiler alert, <laughs> I, spoiler, I'm going back to bed. After this, so. <laughs> I got a pack for Pittsburgh. I'll be out there. Shout out to the guys at 10th Ward. I'll be there to see them this weekend. So, uh, Lucha Lechoso. Lucha, Lucha, Lucha. With watching the Netflix series Wrestlers, is there an indie gimmick you don't like? Or a gimmick that's overplayed. Uh, it all depends on the person fucking delivering it, you know. 
anything can work if it's done right, you know, I think. You know, you don't want to get too extreme and do something too crazy, you know, that, but, uh, there's just things people do there. Just, you know, the guy who walks in and goes, shut up 800 times, you know, mm-hmm. just like, no, you shut up, shut up. No, shut up. No, 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 you shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah. Cheap heat kind of shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, See, is there a gimmick I I don't like? I, not really. Just like I said, it's all about the people delivering it. Anything can fucking work as long as it's done right, you know. Yeah. And protecting their gimmick, you know, people protecting their their gimmick, so to speak. But uh, wrestlers is a amazing show. Uh, Hopefully they do uh, a season two. Yeah, um, I've watched it a few times, and uh, it's been really cool how it turned out. So, um, I wish I could give a better answer to Lucha, but uh, it all depends on the the person you know delivering it. You know, uh, seems like every couple of years, seems like, well back in the day at least every couple of years WWE would have like a fitness structure gimmick you know yeah yeah you know simon dean the body donna's this that and the other thing um i mean which we're fun but you know how long how long are the legs on it you know what i mean how long can it be sustained yeah 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 uh holy shit i am so sorry um yeah i wish i had a better answer but one thing I forgot here, pal. I forgot my seltzer oh. this morning. Did you bring? We we both remembered. This is amazing. So hey, let's play the Powerball. So I'm gonna grab. Oh, some, I, should, I shouldn't be shaking. <laughs> Me either. I'm gonna grab some cheap shit from down the hallway when I get back to Pittsburgh. Bring uh, bring it back. Uh, throwback to our early days. But I got this uh, this uh, knockoff sparkling ice from the Aldi. I got a pink grapefruit today because it's my favorite. Uh, what did and, you bring? Uh, again, the uh, polar. Black cherry seltzer. Hell yes. All right, here we go. We're going to crack these Johns in three, two, one. There she is. Oh, man, that was, that was such a spritz. Gave me a little refreshing grapefruit uh, face mask. Hey, pal, get your grapefruits out of my face, <laughs> brother. Oh, man, so fucking good. Yeah, so I'll get tired. you a good one later. Yeah, dude. Yeah, RJ Krasinski. What's up, RJ? What's going on, dude? What up, RJ? What it is, man? Don't forget to listen to Reffing It Up wherever you get your podcast. Great fucking show. Yes. Um, if WWE were to make another ECW documentary, what do you think they should focus on and why? Oh, uh, reread that. Again? Sure. What was it again? If WWE were to make another ECW documentary, what do you think they should focus on and why? Oh man, I mean they fucking got the main points. I'm like I always tell people, you know, this when you think you've heard every ECW story that you know, there's still more that haven't been heard, but like they got the main fucking points out, you know. You know, the beginning, you know, the the rise, the fucking Yeah. You know, the fucking setbacks, you know. You know, whether it was fucking Mass Transit or, 
uh, and then the, you know, pay-per-view getting canceled, the pay-per-view's back on, you know, the, the, there's a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, if there's anything else to focus on, it would just be like these uh, other, like, side stories that, you know, you know, this stories in general, just like, uh, not enough major importance, but certain right. things that, you know, happen, you know. Could be like road stories, locker room stories, you know, Sandman dying, you know, <laughs> Sandman died and left at a hospital and, you know, they t- Rhino and the boys tell the, you know, Tommy Jeremy, Sandman's dead and they're like, what? And then, you know, Sandman walks through the door, yeah, you know, you know, stories like that, you know, just, but, uh, I don't know if it'd be worth, if, like that would be worth, you know, just one yeah, documentary, but yeah, you know, they pretty much, you know, got the, the greatest hits out with uh, the rise and fall of ECW. Um, but, yeah, there's so many stories that can be told. But, um, yeah. Yep. Sorry. No, you're good, I, man. You no, know, you're, you're good. This is, no. Yeah. You know, Meanie? What's that? We hear this a lot. Every CBD company tells you that their product is the best. With quality control measures like lab testing and QR codes now becoming the standard, it can start to seem like all CBD brands are the same, but I'm here to tell you something, Meanie. They are not. Knowing what makes certain brands better will help you spend your money more wisely and have more confidence as you incorporate CBD oils, topicals, capsules, or gummies into your own wellness routine. And that's why we're proud to partner with Green Road CBD as an official sponsor of Mind of the Meanie. And Meanie... I know you're a longtime user of Green Road CBD. How has Green Road CBD helped you in your life? Let me tell you, Green Road CBD is is a product I've been using for years. And uh, when we started Mind and Meaning, I always was, was like, let's get Green Roads as a, as a sponsor because I use them almost daily. Uh, whether it's the gummies, you know, to take care of the aches and pains of 30 years of, of wrestling, the topical solutions. Uh, to help my knees, help my back, help my elbows, help my shoulders. Green Road CBD has done everything to help me maintain uh, a pain-free existence from all the years of wear and tear as a professional wrestler. And to me, Meanie, that sounds like the Green Road's difference. And it comes down to a really few important points. They're just part of the reason that they've won industry awards year after year, earned thousands of five-star reviews, and have heard countless stories from customers just like you about the impact that those products have had on your life. So Green Roads is led by a a compounding pharmacist with 25 years of experience helping her community getting healthy. For her and the entire company, it's more than just a job. It's a mission. And not all hemp sourcing is equal, Meanie. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. But they select our they select their hemp from high quality American farms, and also not all lab testing is equal, which is why they use an accredited independent lab to conduct full panel tests on every single batch. And that's why Green Roads is an original manufacturer, not just a quote unquote white label brand. So right now you can go to GreenRoads.com, meaning, and save twenty five percent off of your entire purchase. Wow, twenty five percent off of everything, meaning that's huge. And all you have to do is go to their website right now, greenroads.com, and use promo code MEANIE at checkout. It's 25% off your entire purchase by using promo code MEANIE at greenroads.com. Own the day with Green Road CBD, and we thank them for sponsoring the program. Uh, 
Uh, Mark and Dryden, what's up, Mark? Uh, wants to know, uh, some wrestling sites, some have said, some have said, uh, that WWE has no interest in signing CM Punk. Do you two buy that? Uh, that's a good way to get people to forget about CM Punk until he shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, look, they've, they've let the Ultimate Warrior come back. Look at all the people they've brought back, you know. Warriors come back, fucking Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart hugging in a ring. It's about business. And if you could do good business with somebody, you know, do it, you know. Even if it's just for a short term, you know, have a little bit of closure there. Because I'm, I'm sure Punk was like, everything Punk said about WWE, you know, think of all the things, that, all the issues that Punk had with WWE. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, like, because the AEW and there's all these other issues that, like, like you know, he, he had his issues in WWE. They weren't really out in the open like they were with AEW. Right. And maybe he's going, man, maybe wasn't, maybe WWE wasn't that bad. Yeah, <laughs> you're right, thing, right. You know? I mean, he fucking showed up, you know, a couple months ago, right before he returned to AEW, so... You know, he should, well, he also showed up to impact and right stuff like that. But, um, I don't think that I, the best way to, you know, get a big reaction is downplay it and make mm-hmm. people forget, you know, go, oh, well, he ain't showing up. And then he shows up and you're like, right. oh, holy shit. You know, like I said, Survivor Series is in Chicago. So, yeah, normally, you know, you wait for a Royal Rumble or whatever, but, you know, Chicago, the town that, you know, was hoping to see CM Punk, you know, in August, well, so, you know, last week of August, first week in September. Yeah. And then he just comes out and be like, hey, uh, sorry for delay, folks. Uh, I got stuck in Mississippi. Yeah. 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 I, I made a, I should have made a left to Albuquerque. You know, <laughs> I, uh, I don't. I want to, like, I guess you have to consider the news source, too. Like, it's Dave. So, you know, I'm not necessarily sure that I would take him at his word when it comes to CM Punk. That's just me. Um, yeah. And now, if it, was, if it was Nick Hausman, I'd be like, okay, yeah, that 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 checks out. But, um... Well, one second. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> A special ass meanitude for y'all. Um, but... <laughs> Smells like relish. Oh man, <laughs> that relish never gets digested. Um, no, I think if it was if it was like if it was Hausman um, saying or reporting something like that, I wouldn't be surprised. But um, you know, I don't know. I, I I I'm agreeing with Meanie here. I think it's I think it's just mostly like just trying to make everybody forget about it, or just trying to like you know kayfabe us into his return. But time will tell. We're coming up. You know, we're, we got a month and a half left until Survivor Series. So. They keep yeah. seeing they they seem to be leaning into a lot of these punk references and you know yeah. Nakamura hit uh, Ricochet with a go to sleep the other day and you know stuff that Corey Graves has been saying on uh, on uh, commentary like he's like oh yeah I was quoting Dusty Rhodes okay bud okay yeah oh sure yeah uh huh okay yeah like we don't know what you're doing here it's it's way too on the nose so yeah um, and shout out <laughs> shout out to front of the show Corey Graves though but you know like come oh. on man come on brother. If it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck. Uh, so hey, hey. Carlo Carlson has a couple questions for us here uh, to wrap up the show. Um, 
for Blue, is there a wrestler cosplay that you haven't done that you would like to do? Oh, like a parody? Mm-hmm. Um, I really wish I did Sablu. Oh, man. So uh, technically, that's still on the table. No pun intended. Sablu? That would be fucking Sablu. great, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sablu. Yeah. It's, it's a shame I've, the pants are destroyed, but you know, I had, like, the, the, the woman who made Sablu's pants went and I told her about it. She's like, oh, I got to make you some pants. And so I had some Sablu pants made by Sablu's official seamstress, you know. But, uh, yeah, probably Sablu because could have fun with that. Yeah. Well, it had been more fun as a 23-year-old than a, a 50-year-old. <laughs> I don't think I, I can, can quite, you know, do a lot of the stuff. You know, I, I back down, I was doing the moon salts, you know, like Sabu and stuff like that. But mm. Not really sure. Um, not really sure if I can uh, pull a lot of that shit off now. But uh, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think, if is there any... You know, current wrestlers that I, I could be doing. Um, there's a lot of guys I do like, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Any current wrestlers? I don't know. I'm kind of blanking on that. But, you know, you know, Sablu and Rob Van Darn. You know, me and Stevie were Rob do that. Van Darn. <laughs> did, did, I, did I not mention that? Or no, no but that's amazing. Oh my god! I thought Rob I had talked about. Yeah, me, me and Stevie uh, were talking <laughs> about parodies. I wanted to be Sablu, and you could be Rob Van Darn. <laughs> that's fucking brilliant. And we brought it up to Sabu and Rob, and they're like, "Yeah, we, you know." But they uh, would be like, "Yeah, we come out, and you guys, then you guys just destroy us." Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh my so, god, man. Yeah, that's the one that that kind of got away. You know, that's amazing. Uh, for Goob, uh, in my Dax Harwood voice, Brett or Sean? Oh, that's a good question. I have to say, Bret Hart. Yeah. And that's not a knock at Shawn Michaels because I loved watching him. But oh. pound for pound overall, Bret Hart. Yeah. Um, hello, Blue and Goob. Our last question also from Carlo, Carlo Carlson. rather. Um, hello, Blue and Goob. What are your favorite seltzer flavors? Oh, man. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good question. Uh, I've been going with the Black Cherry for the last couple weeks here. Um well, I don't have a black cherry. Uh, Shoprite has a, a brand, their own brand of uh, seltzer. They have a ginger one that's pretty mm. good. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty. I'm a big fan of like ginger flavored stuff. Mm. So uh, I would have to say Shoprite. That they're, you know, stuff doing generic whatever their knockoffs. They have their own brand called uh, Bowl and Basket. Yes. And, um, yeah, their seltzers are pretty good. So I would say bowl and basket ginger. There is a type, honestly, it's going to sound, I, I know I mentioned it, uh, as we got started here, but the cheap shit down the hall, uh, when we lived in Pittsburgh, we had a vending, we lived in an apartment building and down the hallway there was a vending machine and it always had this amazing black cherry seltzer. 
and it was the best. I think it's it's not Aldi, but it might be Wegmans, um, or it's one of the places that's down there. But they the guy would just come and stock like three shelves of it. So every time we, before we would record, we would get it, and I'd fucking empty it. So when we're over there, we'll be over there on Saturday night. I'll, I'll get a bag and stock up. It's fifty cents a pop, you know. Bring them home, and next couple of weeks I'll have the cheap shit from the vending machine, but. Um, yeah, I would say those, anything black cherry, um, I'm a big a fan of like, um, lemon lime or anything like citrusy. So, um, that's typically my go-to when I go with this, but. Peach um, is pretty good. Yeah. There's, there's some peaches that are really soft. And you know, I had a, one of the guys I work with brought, um, one of those big bottles of, uh, it was apple flavored seltzer. And I was like, oh, that sounds kind of nasty. And then I drank it and I was like, holy shit, that's pretty good. Like that's actually yeah. like, in, like, uh, I was, it's not overwhelming and it's not nasty either like the aftertaste wasn't bad so um that's my go-to yeah but also my go-to meanie is to say thank you as always <laughs> for answering these questions don't forget and thank you all for uh sending in your questions uh please make sure again you tweet us using the hashtag ask meanie and you may hear them on the program uh we want to thank you for sticking it out with us here and hanging out with us this morning uh or this afternoon or this evening whenever you're listening and uh yeah. meanie i would love to know uh, as we get ready to wrap up the show here, where folks can find you on your social media if they want to keep in contact with you after they're done listening. Uh, if you want to follow, if you would like to follow the Blue Meanie, sober, drunk, <laughs> anxiety-ridden, or relieved, uh, you can follow me on all forms of social media at Blue Meanie BWO. That's Facebook. Who? <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, TikTok and now Threads at Blue Meanie BWO on all forms of social media. If you would like to support the Blue Meanie, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Blue Meanie. I just got an alert. I got a couple sales, so that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yes, sir. Uh, if you would like to support Mind of the Meanie, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Colin Elbow, the wrestling brand, go to ColinElbowBrand.com. Use coupon code Meanie or coupon code Mind. And save 10% over there at com. Shout out to my boy Rod Hicks. He's doing a fantastic job there over at com. MadCatBeardCare.com. Get yourself some blue spruce beard oil and balm. Shout out to Josh Thornton doing an amazing job taking care of the cats. If you're a cat lover like myself, uh, he wrangles them up, takes them to the vet, gets them fixed, and releases them back out in the wild. They're feral kitties in this neighborhood. Every dime you spend at madcatbeercare.com goes right in to take care of the cats. So if you're a cat lover like me, go over there and support Josh. The Ultra Pro Wrestling video game coming in. uh, Let me start that over. The Ultra Pro Wrestling video game coming to all major consoles in 2024. Ultra Pro Wrestling contains not only original characters created by the amazing Hal Haney, but many real-world wrestlers, including myself and many others, I'm trying not to spoil. Go to UltraProWrestling.com or follow them on Twitter. Yes, it's still Twitter at UPW Video Game. That's at UPW Video Game on Twitter. The Figure Collection's Bone Crushing Wrestler Series 1 variants of the Blue Meanie are available now. All Series 1, uh, All Series 1 is, uh, sorry, All Series 1 can be ordered now at shop.figurecollections.com. That's 
shop.figurescollections.com. Get yourself an old school blue mini or a BWO variant. Either way, uh, you can't, there are no wrong choices. Uh, shout out to Jim Nelson over at glaciersofice.com. Jim made a three of three only handmade custom BWO Air Jordan 1 sneakers for Stevie Nova and myself. Each pair takes Jim about 50 hours per pair. So if you want to see him, see the, the making of the, the photos, the videos of him making these gorgeous pieces of uh, footwear, follow him on all forms of social media at GOI Kicks. That's at GOI Kicks. Uh, cameo.com slash Blue Mini BWO for birthdays, holidays, and well wishes. I just did two this week and, uh, you know, they, they, they actually popped me. So, you know, if you want to make somebody's day a little bit brighter, go to cameo.com slash Blue Mini BWO. Make sure you go to the website. Don't use the app because Apple takes like 18%, which is ridiculous. So, uh, seriously, that sucks. Yeah. Cameo.com slash blue mini BWO. But most importantly, Mr. Bernard, where can we find you, sir? Oh, well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter. Again, I'm never calling it X. Please stop asking me to do so because it's not going to fucking happen. Uh, Twitter, TikTok, and threads. This is Goober. Yes, it's my handle. No, I'm not changing it. It's a brand, pal. Uh, you can also check out my other show, Foundation Radio. I uh, had a great guest on recently. Um, he, I'm actually on his show today. The episode airs today. Uh, it's a guy named Tom. He hosts a YouTube show called Tom Talks Rubbish. Great guy. Wonderful conversation. <laughs> Fantastic guy. Um, so you can check that out uh, my, my conversation with him that complements that episode at foundationradio.net. Don't forget to go to brothersyatter.com, meaning that the holiday season is rapidly approaching. And what better gift to give to yourself than the very first Adam Bernard Wrestle Buddy? Uh, you can go pick one up right now. You can also get a Blue Meanie Wrestle Buddy. And uh, I'll have you know, excuse me, oh, there's the burp I was looking for earlier. <laughs> you can go get a two pack, that's right, two pack, two pack of your favorite. Podcast host, get your mind to the meaning wrestle buddy two pack at brothersgatter.com. The Feinberg method. Uh, my trainer, Brad Feinberg, is ready to help you get to your best physical and mental well being. Uh, also, is looking into becoming a professional wrestler. So keep tuned to that nice. as well. Um, big bad Brad is going to fuck shit up. Uh, but you can go to promo, you can go to the feinbergmethod.com, use promo code goober and save 20% up on your entire purchase. So go there now. Uh, shout out to the homies at the 10th Ward Barbershop at downtown Lawrenceville on the outskirts of Pittsburgh. Going to go see them this weekend. Uh, so go and get, go and get a cut by Kane or Jordan or the rest of the team at 10th Ward Barbershop com pro wrestling tees.com slash foundation radio pro wrestling tees.com slash mind of the meanie pick up a shirt and keep the lights on at casa de mini and the barnard home for wayward and troubled youth uh patreon.com slash mind of the meanie sign up today and become a part of our pod squad tiers start at as low as ten dollars a month meanie so you have no excuse uh, to come and hang out with us every week as we record the show. We want to thank our sponsors this week, Manscaped and Green Road CBD. And we want to thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate you, Meanie. I want to thank you for doing the show with me every week as well. Always a good time for the Blue Meanie. I am Adam Bernard. Join us again each and every week as we take a trip to the mine. Peace. This episode of Mind of the Meanie is hosted and executively produced by the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. It was mixed and engineered by Carl Pinnell. Additional narration is provided by the executive voice, Sam Kreps. Our intro music was performed by the Swamp Candles. Our outro music was performed by Chikara. 
Additional musical accompaniment is produced by Enrichment. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Mind of the Meanie and become our patron on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Find our entire show archive at mindofthemeanie.com. This has been a Butts Carlton Media Production. Butts Carlton Proprietor. Blue, 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 blue world order. That was Blue Meanie's brain out.